The Trump administration wants to scale back food stamps and replace them with a food box delivery program similar to Blue Apron. And as an added bonus, the food boxes will also contain smallpox blankets. (laughs) Under the White House budget, the Department of Homeland Security, Veteran Affairs, and Defense would all receive the biggest increases in funding. Also receiving increased funding is Trump's new Department of Food that comes in a bucket. Speaking to the National Sheriff's Association, Jeff Sessions said, The office of sheriff is a critical part of the Anglo-American heritage of law enforcement. While saluting Anglo-American heritage, he also thanked pointy white hats, Bruce Hornsby, and Crocs. I do love Bruce Hornsby. Associate (laughs) Attorney General Rachel Brand will be leaving the Justice Department to take a position with Walmart as the company's executive vice president of global governance. Meanwhile, stepping in as the new associate attorney general is whichever Walmart greeter isn't too busy babysitting the grandkids. Mm. The Trump Trump report report starts now. now. Live from Los Angeles, California, After Buzz TV and America's Voice, this is the Trump report. Yes, this is indeed the Trump Report. Welcome, and welcome to everybody uh, joining us in the chat. We're uh, very excited to be here for uh, a fun evening of conversation that maybe is less than fun, but that's all right. We're going we're gonna to make sure that you all have fun. Uh, I'm Christian Blatt. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at DMZ. Joined, as sometimes, by uh, Brooke Saliz. And Brooke, where can people find you? Well, first of all, politics is always fun, Christian. That's true. No politics is always which fun. Administration. I agree fun. with that. Okay. I'm glad somebody finally pointed. It. No, somebody needed to point that out. And you can find me on all social media at Brooke Solis TV. Even Friendster. Um, I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, I'm 42. I'm a millennial. Yeah. And then uh, helping out with the uh, the jokes at the top of the show is our friend uh, Tamara Brown, who's always here. Tamara Brown, where do people find you if they want to find you on the internet? You can webs? find me on Instagram and YouTube at Hey Tamara and Twitter at Hey Tamara underscore. Oh, that underscore mm-hmm. gets you every time. <laughs> and at the other end of the desk, the man with the plan, I assume. <laughs> Always have a plan. Just let us know what it is. Nope, keep it inside. Uh, Scott Moore, (laughs) at S-Man 80. Welcome, uh, everyone. And, of course, we do have everyone in the chat. Um, And, uh, uh, yeah. So let's figure out where to start. And happy Valentine's Day. Let's start off with uh, Rob Porter. Um, (laughs) Happy birthday to Tamara. Happy birthday. Wait, when's your birthday? Tomorrow, Valentine's Day. And uh, Thursday was my birthday, so it begs the question, Scott, where's our cake? (laughs) Brooke, you weren't here, so it's okay. Drop in the ball. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Tony be dead. Uh, Tony Mm -hmm. in the booth. Uh, You know, anytime you want to, you just waltz in with a cake. Uh, You can wait until April, until my birthday. Oh, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Anyway, uh, but in in all seriousness, obviously, uh, so Staff Secretary Rob Porter resigns, and apparently a lot more people knew about this than should. I, I guess the, the the way to approach it is, you know, if anybody knew about it, uh, he, I mean, if you don't even want to look at it from it's it's wrong, just know that it's going to be a problem for you later. Just look at it in the, the terms of self-interest and self-preservation. And yet, uh, it didn't seem like anybody was really that worried about it, uh, you know, and um, I'll start with... 
Brooke, because imagine if it was a story about, uh, you know, um, abused women. And I was like, well, I'm going to talk to one of the guys about it. You know, Thank I don't you. think that that is the approach to take <laughs> on you these need stories. a woman's perspective. Yeah. Well, first of all, apparently the White House has he- had heard about these allegations from the FBI as far back as the summer. And yet they chose not to do anything. And there were also some quote unquote um, uh, dis- discrepancies in his background check as well. I mean, right now I'm looking into working with the district attorneys and they make us do a background check. Um, I would think that with the White House, if you're going to be working in the White House, you should be able to pass that before any full go, full um, yes, let's have you on the team is made. So that's unfortunate that they allowed him to come. But as a woman and also as a legal student, I have to say that. Of course, there's always the presumption of innocence before automatically. I know Tamara's already. I'm playing <laughs> moderate here. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's, there's the there's uh, the presumption, presumption of, innocence of innocence until there's like a dossier filled with photos. And it's the, isn't there? It's presumption the of innocence unless it's a Democrat. And it's, it's exactly <laughs> there is that double standard. But um, you know, it's a government's. The government has the burden of proof to show that this actually occurred, and we don't know that it actually occurred. However, there are more. There are more than one source. Two past ex-wives, I guess. I don't know if there are more. Are there photos? Yes. Uh, yes, One there are photo, photos. No, there are that, photos uh, of, the, of the actual injuries. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, for, no, I but believe for two women, yes. But we can't say for sure that he's the one who caused those injuries. No, we can't, we can't say for sure. I mean, we can't say that the two women didn't beat each other up. But right. you can <laughs> say a, a when, when there mm-hmm. are similar allegations, right. you can you know use some deductive reasoning and say, that it's possible. You're not even saying, oh, he definitely did it. But once it's like, yeah, this is the kind of trouble that we don't want, you know, there's a lot of things you can put up with, uh, you know, in your administration. But, uh, you know, wife beating is still one of those things that uh, I don't think goes over very well. I don't think that that's a partisan issue. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Um, I think you're correct on that. (laughs) And I wholeheartedly agree. I just think that and I also think that if he was innocent, that I don't know if he if he would be so quick to go ahead and resign. I don't think I would. I would kind of fight that issue. And, and well, un- unless one of your superiors said you're going to need to re- you're going to need right. to resign. Yeah, okay. you're you're not fired, but you have to resign. Yeah. Yeah. And and why didn't it happen sooner? If- yeah. And I mean, there are obviously there are a number of uh, conflicting stories as to the timeline of who they knew and when. And it always seems to come down to what did the White House know and when did they know it. Uh, it's hard to tell in this case, but uh, they definitely. Definitely knew enough that they should have done something sooner. Uh, Tamara, your thoughts on uh, Rob Porter? Well, first of all, you said uh, domestic violence uh, is that a partisan issue? I would, I would say, uh, I believe I'd be wondering if Mike Pence's religion somehow condones uh, you got to put the woman in her place. I don't know the ins and outs of fully everything that that entails, but I feel like that's that. I I feel like I I thought it was honor thy wife. There might be there might be some Old Testament stuff that's a little bit more like that. But you know, Mike Pence is a very New Testament guy. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. okay. So I, I, you know, that, and that here, was here's just the me thing: questioning. I, I don't know for sure. I don't know that his wife would let him have that opinion mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know he would ask her first as a mother: yes. is, is, is it all right if I feel like you should be put in your place? Say no, and she would say, "I'm in my place, <laughs> telling you what to do." Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely not. You're right. <laughs> but I do understand the point that the, the mm-hmm. question that you raise. Um, the, the second thing that uh, I could not help but feel when the story first broke is that hearing that this is a case of domestic violence, part of me was like, well, it's a little refreshing. There's no sexual uh, heinous side to this. It, we every single time that's that's the nature of the way things have been going. So mm-hmm. it was just a uh, 
uh, an uncomfortable knee-jerk reaction to be like, ah. Oh, there, there was nothing sexual. Yeah. 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 No 14-year-olds uh, involved. Good. Okay, mm-hmm. good. We're moving in the right direction. Uh, now it's just good old-fashioned old domestic, old domestic, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, no SVU unit brought in for this one. Um, no, obviously this is horrible and heinous and terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, again, Trump is defending, or well, not defending, not defending. He's not condemning. As you're saying, he's not right. condemning. He says he denies it. Porter denies it, and and that's what he's sticking with. So, but do you guys think there's anything for to be said for you know letting our justice system kind of. Uh, Decide on whether or not this has actually occurred before we kind well, of put someone. Well, sure, to the but plane. he so he's not in prison. He right. just had to resign from a really high profile I, job. I, think, I think if he was a Walmart creator, like we talked about at the top of the show, he'd probably still have that job. But you know, in the White House, it's like mm. I would imagine that if they whatever it was that was the thing that made him. We don't. We still don't know if he resigned or if he was fired. That still isn't clear. That that hasn't been made clear. So until that is, if maybe if he resigned, then there is possibly I could see a presumption of in- innocence. But if he was made to step down, um, that stands to reason that there was something discovered that mm-hmm. is damning and is reason for him to, you know, legally be mm-hmm. made to step down. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, either way, it's it's because a lot of times they're saying it's so-and-so is resigning, but technically they've been pushed out, but they're... Yeah, in Hollywood, the, it's uh, they're going to yes, spend more time with their right. kids. So, yeah. uh, and I think rehab. it kind of goes back to what you guys were saying earlier, too. It's the optics of it. It's not that, you know, he has a high-level position, and it's just like the sexual harassment issues that men have been going through, and if someone is being accused of that, it, it causes enough of a distraction that it is no longer beneficial for them to be in that position anymore. Um, but I think there is enough there that the FBI clearly has had uh, has been a vested interest in this case since last summer and even before then. So there's enough there to make you think that there's definitely, you know, the smoke, there's definitely some fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes back to, again, Trump's vetting process and how terrible it has been from the very beginning because this is not even the first person. And that's part of the problem of why people aren't really in the administration caring enough about making sure that they're taking care of it because they have so many other issues to deal with on a daily basis because of the abject failure of the way the management is handled in that administration from hirings. And that's something they really need to work on is their vetting process. That's really important. It's just like hiring anyone like Brooke was saying. You have to go through a background check when I work at my company. Those are basic things. And if you're not getting a security clearance in in a year – that's a problem. Yeah, and that's sort of what I was going to bring up is that there uh, are, as the report that there's a number of White House staffers who mm-hmm. work in the White House, but they don't have security clearance mm-hmm. to go to other agencies. Uh, so you would think that the bar should probably be highest for the White House, but uh, that I guess that's, that's not the way that uh, they look at it. Uh, this has sort of been an opportunity for, you know, s- sort of a whisper campaign against General Kelly, who seemed kind of... Uh, unstoppable, mm-hmm. maybe a week ago. And, uh, you know, we're getting every indication that he's not going to lose his job. Although I think that the louder and the more uh, firm people are about saying that someone in the Trump administration is not about to be fired, mm-hmm. I think that that's when they get previous <laughs> or spicered. You know, it, it's just like, okay, well, now you're going to just, you're just going to take some time off. Um, but uh, I wanted to pitch it to the panel. Do you, do you think, Brooke, that there's a good chance that General Kelly knew anything, 
And if he did, do they have to get rid of him even though he's probably the person that seems to really be most focused on getting things done? I mean, I think there's a great chance that General General Kelly knew beforehand, especially mm-hmm. if the FBI had already contacted them. Um, but, of, of course, if he concedes that he knew something... Um, he should have told President Trump, of course, and of course, President Trump will never ever, on his end, concede that when there's an al- an allegation against a, a man and a wo- against a man and a woman when it comes to domestic dispute that that person should automatically resign because then he would be conceding against himself and what's happened with him. So we'll never see him take that stance. Well, no, he just he just feels that a, a man in a dispute with a woman should give her one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it one fifty? One thirty? It was it was one thirty. You know, one fifty. She would have had to do a few other things. But he also <laughs> feels that uh, domestic violence is okay as long as it involves being spanked with a Forbes magazine. Well, uh, I'm going to have to side with the president on that one. (laughs) I do not want to be spanked with a National Geographic, if you think about the binding. Mm -hmm. Uh, Economist is too thin. Very thin. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, Brooke, uh, uh, you you gave us your thoughts. Thank you for that. Tamara, your thoughts on General Kelly is, uh, I, I don't I don't want to use the term bulletproof, but do you think that he's able to kind of survive most anything if Trump, yeah, unless Trump really decides that he personally doesn't like him? What's the question? Is he, is is he, he sticking uh, next around? One out? Um, you know, I'd say, I, I'd say I don't know. It's so hard to say because uh, even, even the, 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 the A-list stars of this administration, even nobody's safe. So I really don't know. I'm passing on that one. Yeah. You're passing on that one. And uh, <laughs> Scott, what do you think is the likelihood that General Kelly knew all about this kind of some time ago? I mean, considering oh, yeah. his position. Yeah. I agree with Brooke. I, there, he was not that much in the dark being chief of staff. He had to have been aware of what was going on. Uh, now, granted, with all the turnover... And everything that was going on last summer, there's might have been a chance that it just kind of was swept under the rug, fell through the cracks, so to speak. But I, I think he definitely knew early enough. And um, I, I think at some point, if he feels he can't do this position anymore, he's miserable, even if Trump doesn't ask him to leave or fire him, that he would resign because he's done with mm-hmm. dealing with, with the situation. And, and we've already seen several strikes against him, you know, from the earlier thing with the, with the widow uh, and how he handled that. And, and so there's been several instances now where he's kind of lost that luster a little bit of being this general uh, that's impartial. And, and you're Incredible. seeing, yes, incre- and you're seeing that kind of lost and eroded a bit over these past few months. So um, if anything, I think he would be the one maybe potentially to leave first, but we'll have to see and if th- Trump loses some, confidence there in There were him. some hints, I think, last week or the week before where he even said, mm-hmm. listen, if Trump wants me to leave, he's kind of giving that hint that maybe mm-hmm. I will go, maybe I'm tired of this, mm-hmm. maybe this has become too much. And so I've seen him kind of edge his way to the side yeah. a little bit. So I think it's very possible. Uh, it is uh, very possible. Uh, in our chat, for those watching on YouTube on AfterBuzz TV, uh, R. Scott Brown points out uh, his opinion that uh, Kelly is a piece of a, a word that is very similar to the word crap. Uh, <laughs> if he knew... Get rid of him. If he didn't, get rid of him. Either scenario shows equal <laughs> level of incompetence, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess there is something to be said right, for that. Of course. So if you don't know, is that is that actually worse than the fact that you do know? Uh, please let us know. If you're uh, watching us live on YouTube, you can comment. If you're watching us after the fact, you can tweet us at 
Trump Report, ABTV. Yeah. And I think R. Scott Brown said that his credibility kind of eroded already mm-hmm. when he lied about federal... Right, right. right. that's right. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and other incidents. So I mm-hmm. just think that... I don't think that he even really even cares anymore if that ends up coming out that he knew and that he lied because, you know... It, it's, it's long gone already. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see uh, what happens with this. But uh, as with most things uh, that happen, most fires that, uh, you know, the little wildfires that sprout up around President Trump, uh, they seem to get put out pretty quickly. Or you just stop paying attention. Or you get like, distracted by the next wildfire. There's like, oh, there's that next, thing on fire. <laughs> but uh, that's all right. It's like 18% yeah, contained. There's a that's new one. Enough. That's and the, the, the problem the next is, day. It's so, you know, minuscule compared to all the other things. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. There's something new every day. So it's hard to keep up. Uh, well, let's. Let's uh, move along to talking about the White House budget, a budget that was entitled Efficient, Effective, Accountable, an American Budget. I think that the budget may not be any of those four things. It may not be efficient. It may not be effective. It may not be accountable. It also may not be a budget. (laughs) Now, let's put all of our cards on the table here. Uh, every president does one of these budgets, mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, Congress has is under no uh, you know they're not responsible for actually following it. They don't have to implement anything if they don't want to, right. and usually that's what happens. Right. Uh, but uh, this was sort of a very interesting. Li- I mean, you know, it looked nice. It, it was uh, very nicely bound, <laughs> um, which again oh, goes back crazy. to the National Geographic. But like the green books and stuff that they yeah. give out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it is a budget that really embraces tax cuts and increasing spending, which is spending a lot more, you know, like a Republican budget should do, spending lots yeah. more money. Um, to So it's it's interesting that they, they turn in this budget, but again, it doesn't seem like there'll be any real fallout from the base. Now, there are a few people... There are definitely some of those, you know, the the budget hawks mm-hmm. who are very outspoken about the fact that, like, no, we're not okay with this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like y- y- we railed on President Obama for eight years for the uh, amount of money that he would spend. And now, you know, I mean, they really reined spending in. I mean, granted, he had a Republican Congress the last few years. So you're kind of forced to be a little bit more responsible. Uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, President Bush... 43, he definitely spent like a drunken sailor, you know, uh, as, as a term that I heard popularized. And uh, they spend a lot of money, if, in case you didn't know. So uh, I, I find it interesting. Uh, and there are things in the budget that aren't surprising when the president is just standing around talking about it. But when you're actually trying to spend $18 billion to... Uh, have the border wall 1.6 billion would be for about 65 miles of border wall in south texas so 1.6 billion dollars alone for that stretch Mm -hmm. of border wall and i asked a question to those in the chat and people watching on both after buzz and america's voice I thought that Mexico was going to pay for this wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are they going to just do sort of like a, a COD taped, taped to the other side of the wall <laughs> and it's going to say, you owe us $18 billion? Um, I don't know. I don't have the answer. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think President Trump has thought much about it. Uh, and there's uh, $17 billion for the 
fight uh, and just some you know awareness for the opioid addiction, which is obviously a serious problem. A serious problem it needs to be addressed. I don't know if it needs to be addressed to the tune of seventeen billion dollars in the federal budget. Uh, may- maybe I'm wrong. And as we joked in the top of the show, there uh, is a plan to uh, switch out food stamps for the the ready to eat mm-hmm. meals. Mm-hmm. And look, I think that having some kind of responsibility with your food stamps. You know, as a kid, I was at, I was at the supermarket. I was old enough that I understood what food stamps were. And I, I talked to my mom afterwards. I was like, but they were buying, like, Twinkies and, and you know, like, <laughs> sugar smacks, and, and which is an old cereal. Um, and, and it's just like, yeah, you can, you can buy it every one. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. You, should, you should be able to buy, like, apples. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know if that's, if that's not fair. But I feel like if the government's giving you money, maybe spend it responsibly. But that's not what they're a saying. a blanket statement right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but I'm also not saying that you should uh, go from the current system to here's a box of food. Right. right. And they don't even get the good government cheese anymore. That's crappy. That's not included in the box. Do you no. know uh, my school had government cheese. I do love mm-hmm. government cheese. That cheese is really good. <laughs> <laughs> government cheese all around for our birthdays, Tamara. We insist yes. on it. It's like crap. I love cheese. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I will uh, start with Scott this time and we'll work our way backwards because I feel like I, I don't want you to always go last. No. Uh, so you uh, read about this budget. You mm-hmm. hear a little bit about the budget. Uh, what are some of your thoughts? Well, you know, it, it's it's hard to square with Trump's, you know, America first mentality when you're gutting Medicaid, you're gutting uh, the EPA, you're gutting, you're taking huge cuts to the education department, you're talking about the opioid crisis, but then you're cutting uh, and gutting Obamacare, um, education, all those things that to me are America first. Take care of America first, which means you're taking care of education you're taking care of clean water and clean air for your citizens. You're taking care of, you know, the National Endowment for the Arts, which is very important, uh, the arts. And, you know, in this blueprint of a budget, they totally cut out uh, public broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that you feel that he claims is taking America first really isn't because now you're um, building up your military, which I get. But we already have the biggest military in the world, and we already spend billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. And we're spending billions and billions of dollars on wars that are endless right now. In yeah, but we're going to get world. a parade. And that, too. So it's like we're focused on the wrong things. And that's, to me, uh, part of the issue with with uh, Republican administrations in general is that they focus on the wrong things. And to me, it's the exact opposite of being America first. And, yeah, don't even get me started on the boxed food. <laughs> that's uh, well, no I mean, starter for me. I, I think we're seeing some more signs of this is a... Um, Republican administration in uh, name only. And, uh, and right, and then you're going to spend because you've taken you just, a huge tax cut, which yeah. you never want to do a big tax cut when the economy is strong. You do the tax cut to stimulate the economy when you're in a in you know a uh, recession. Uh, so, you, you forget the other rule that you also do a big tax cut if you want to be more popular. <laughs> so that's the other uh, reason well, of course. they do it. I mean, but the, the box food thing is ridiculous, and uh, it's like having airplane food and just saying have it all manufactured and give everybody a box doesn't doesn't work. And trying to, again, cut 
hey, the money towards that. If somebody wants to show up at my front door and give me a bag of those JetBlue blue chips, <laughs> I'm going to say thank well, you. Well, sure, if you yeah. want to give it to everyone. Those Southwest fresh baked cookies. Thank you. Come on. Now you're talking. Yeah, just just a Wait, collection Southwest of airline cookies. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that either. I knew yeah. like fresh American cookies. cookies. Yeah, They're I mean warm. you don't have, you don't have a seat Everybody. with your name on it, but you get a cookie. Mm-hmm. So you see, it's a, it's a bit of a trade. I think it's a done deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know. I'm like I don't remember that. I don't mean to endorse anybody. Yes, we deregulated the airline since 1978. So, Uh, Tamara, your thoughts on as we talk about the budget and what you're what you're hearing about this? I feel like this is nothing to take seriously. Um, The 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 amount of money that's going to fight the opioid crisis, like we talked about two weeks ago after the State of the Union, is there's no plan as to how to fight the opioid crisis. So, what is this money used for? There's no details. There's no th- nothing has been any steps taken. Like there's 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 no information on that. This plan, this budget is like a. Um, it's basically just um, a further partisanship of um, these are the things that they want and these are the things that I want and that's all that uh, Trump's legacy is going to be is just this divisive. Uh, Americans care about the military. Americans do not care about the environment. And it's like those sorts of things. It's just further uh, putting, dividing people who uh, of things that should be uh, nonpartisan, mm-hmm. like military and the environment. These, there's no reason to be for certain things and against mm-hmm. other things. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, uh, Tamara, you bring up a great point, which is if you're going to spend $17 billion helping the opioid crisis – why don't why don't you show a little work? Like, where's that money going to go? Just you know, just show where like two billion of it's going. You know, the other fifteen billion. All right, we'll ju- we'll just trust you, but let us know where some of it's going. We're spending seventeen billion on uh, scientists releasing gremlins that are going to steal every single opioid <laughs> currently in production and in circulation in the United States. That I, could very well be his plan. I would watch that movie. That would be pretty <laughs> great. I would definitely, yeah, I would watch that movie. And the gremlins get high in the process. Yes, right. And of course, when you say gremlins, we're talking. About about the gremlins from the 1984 yeah, film. Yeah, of course. And once the they, only they eat yes. the opioids and then they mellow out and everything's fine. Okay, but, or, what happens if you, but what happens if you give them opioids after midnight? Is that a problem? Don't answer that. Mm. Um, well, we're, listen. We're going to take a break in a moment. <laughs> Look, but it's before, not my plan. It's not my job. It's not your plan. <laughs> uh, before we take a break, though, uh, Brooke, your thoughts as, as, as you hear us talk and as you've sure. heard people talk about the budget in the last couple of days, right. what, uh, what are some of your feelings about this? Well, I'm remiss that the, uh, you know, Republicans are generally more fiscally conservative and that they didn't take as hard of a line as they normally have in the past or said that they would when it comes to our deficit. And I'm going to play mm-hmm. a little bit of devil's advocate like I had earlier when it comes to um, the food bo- the box of food, whatever it is that you're talking about, mm. the food stamp plan, so to say. Um, it is unfortunate that there are, I'm sure Republicans will say that there are a lot of people who abuse that program. And so they shouldn't get to have the liberty to go and buy whatever type of food. Like the Twinkies like the that Twinkies. I saw, which mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not really but backing down from, But for those that don't abuse the program, I th- do think that they should have healthy options. Mm-hmm. I also think that the Republicans might think that this might be an impetus for those who are on these programs to get off of them because they're not getting as much uh, incentives to, to stay on them or as much money or as good of options. And so the whole plan is to... Um, to obviously downsize the amount of people who are, to them, taking advantage of this 
this, I don't know if it's called Snap or... or yes, no, it, it is indeed mm-hmm. called Snap. So I can see how when you decide that you need or want to take a handout from someone, and it's the government, that it's like beggars can't be choosers, that whole deal. Um, you guys know that this is not truly how I feel. <laughs> you but know, I, but I understand. Find, but you understand I, I get the point. Their no, I mean, it, it, their perspective is if you're going to ask for help, then you mm-hmm. can't like bite the hand that feeds you, I guess, or whatnot. And I can see that too. I sure. mean, I I would rather be able to now, do, pull I, myself up through my own boots. After a few weeks mm-hmm. of box food, I'm probably going to bite the hand that feeds me because I'm <laughs> right. so hungry. No, right. uh, anyway, <laughs> as I, I uh, we uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, President Trump's long-awaited infrastructure plan and if you're not excited to hear about mm-hmm. that don't worry he wasn't excited to talk about it either but uh we'll spend a couple minutes on that right after this Welcome back to the Trump Report here on AfterBuzz TV, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and of course, on America's Voice. We appreciate everybody who's joining us here. Uh, As I mentioned before the break, uh, President Trump's infrastructure plan has come about, but uh, if... You read the L.A. Times, a.k.a. fake news. You uh, would have read uh, something that points out that it's it's not actually a plan. Uh, it, it, the L.A. Times called it a fantasy. And the outline that the administration put out yesterday is basically – it's a diminished amount of money. So $200 billion mm-hmm. over 10 years for building or repairing roads, bridges, airports, etc. And somehow that $200 billion – is going to turn into $1.5 trillion or maybe even $1.8 trillion. So now I don't know if this is like the magic seeds, maybe from Jack and the Beanstalk, or maybe it's like a Chia Pet, where you just put it in and you, you know you just a little bit of water and you're like, wow, my $200 billion is $1.5 trillion. This is great. I'm going to pay for everything. Maybe it's like Bitcoin. You put in $200 billion and you end up getting out of a million or trillion and a half Bitcoins. Now, you know I get paid. <laughs> until, in, until the market. You know, I right. get pay, you know I get paid in Bitcoin. Don't make me nervous. I, 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 don't, I don't like that kind of talk. Uh, but when President Trump was talking about it, it was like, so we have the plan, and you know you guys are going to have to make it work. If not, it's fine. You know, you can <laughs> no. do other things. He's really very disinterested in it from uh, the the way he sounded. But the point that he made is like, you know, the states are going to have to actually get the permits. You don't just get the money. Mm-hmm. You have to actually build with the money, which apparently is legitimately an actual problem with this. Mm-hmm. But again, it's more spending. It's just I, I don't know is. Is this Donald Trump a Republican? Or could he be something else? (laughs) Is he a Trojan horse? Is there a much smaller Trump inside? I I don't don't have the answer. It's like the Russian nesting dolls. Just just imagine how tiny the hands are of this Trump. I don't know. Uh, But uh, as as you sort of hear uh, this amount of money, and look, I'm not saying that our infrastructure doesn't need... Absolutely. We've all driven on some bridges Mm -hmm. that you're like... Boy, I don't want to come back this way. I'm going to go the long mm-hmm. way. Just It's a little creaky. But uh, I think that this is quite uh, – it's an obscene amount of money for the federal government. Uh, Brooke, 
What do you think when you hear about this much money spent on infrastructure? Well, I was hoping for a much better infrastructure plan from the man, Donald Trump, who's built his own campaign on being this businessman mm-hmm. slash real estate developer um, slash I have a Trump building in every country, and it's amazing. Um, he could have started with just putting the wall money over to the infrastructure money, but has anyone actually even seen this full plan, like specific details? Is he giving only states the power to decide what they're doing with the money? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of governors in in there, and mm-hmm. uh, it seemed like Scott Walker knew what was going on. But yeah, I think for the most part, it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of faith. Yeah, I would say, uh, oddly enough, it's a uh, faith based proposal. Um, <laughs> But, I would think it, this would have been, have been his moment to, sh- to really shine. I think that when his constituents elected him, they elected him for his business savvy mm-hmm. and his ability to really... <laughs> I love the face Tamara's making the ability <laughs> to really kind of yeah. build up a city, so to say, mm-hmm. right, with the Trump name. And so we're not seeing that. And I wish that those around him sh- could have said, hey, this should be the initiative that you really push on instead of some of the other things. Yeah, but he's much more wrapped up in fighting fake news. So, uh, yeah. you know, look, you, everybody has to pick what's important to them. Uh, Tamara, you were shaking your head very loudly. I could hear it on the mic. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of it. I'm for the infrastructure plan. Let's do it. Let's fix those roads. Let's do two let's of them. Let's fix the airport. I say more. Let's uh, Three infrastructure plans for every state. <laughs> that let's sounds great. It. Now, yeah. do you want to fix the airports because you could get more cookies? For more warm cookies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. More bakeries more, and airports. More, cookies. more Cinnabons in every airport, <laughs> says I. Look, if, if the president wants to go on TV and call for that, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm right on board because, you know what, there's usually too long a line at the one Cinnabon. That's, so if you open right. another one. Bipartisan Cinnabons? Yeah. yeah. I think we can all get behind that. I mean, mm-hmm. does he have... Look, all I can imagine is that there's already certain contracts being in development with companies that have supported him. Uh, other, you know, otherwise, let's do it. Infrastructure, green light. I say go. Uh, Scott, you feel the same way? Spend as much money as well, uh, humanly possible? I mean, that is the thing, is that it would be maybe the one thing I could actually agree with him on. However, uh, the crazy part is, it's not enough money to even start scratching the surface of, of how behind we are in infrastructure across the country. And getting back up to speed and actually being back to like a first world transportation hub, which you're seeing in China and other parts of the world uh, doing. And and we see it out here with California and trying to do this bullet train and everything else. But the problem is when you look back and you were to take the from the 50s era, which he wants to go back to, uh, and you look at Eisenhower's plan when they made the interstate system, that system today would have been alone close to probably $500 billion when you go ahead and put in you know inflation. And we're so far behind in a lot of these projects that $200 billion is not going to do anything over 10 years. And that's the problem is that it sounds great, uh, but it's really not going to get us very far on what we really need. And that goes back to, again, him claiming to be America first, but we're really not investing in the future of this country because we're slashing budgets so much and we're only putting a little bit into very dated infrastructure, which, yes, is, is a beneficial to everybody. Because it's not only just for you getting around, it's getting goods and, and services uh, transported around. It's everything in there, and, and it really affects the overall economy. And that's one thing that we all could agree on in a bipartisan way is how can we bring our, our, our infrastructure up into the 21st century and beyond. And this will not do that at all, unfortunately. 
So what you're saying is that uh, maybe this is the sort of thing that uh, people shouldn't have faith in uh, actually making an impact. Or, mm -hmm. or even, uh, as we're getting in the chat, mm -hmm. uh, people are saying that uh, it just, uh, you know, they're wondering, is this actually going to happen? You know, I mean, uh, and even if it does, I feel like the $200 billion is going to dry up pretty quickly. Well, and they talked about speeding up the processes and the permits. And yeah, it's very important. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Obama already had started doing executive orders for that back in like 2015 to speed that up. Um, the problem is you run into too many people with different divergent views because then you have one side with that, that wants the, the slower process for environmental concerns and then you have the other side on the Republican side that's going to say, no, we don't want to spend any money. So where do you get everybody in the middle there to be able to be in a happy place? And again, that's where you're going to run and into a lot problems of infrastructure, and then nothing's going to happen. A lot of the manufacturing that would need to be involved mm -hmm. is going to happen overseas and so then that's going mm -hmm. to be another problem. That's going to, He's going to say, can't do that mm -hmm. and so then that's going to hold up that. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a drawn out process, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem like much is really going to happen from this. Uh, in our chat, our friend the Demonaut says most of the money will be funneled to businesses close to the politicians. Mm -hmm. Crony capitalism and funding will go to districts. Politicians push for it to go mm -hmm. to. Yeah, absolutely. There are going to be, you know, they're going to be those those states that uh, never even come close to right. getting any of this money because it, it, there's not enough to go around. Right. Um, we uh, we're going to take another short break in a moment, but. Uh, I wanted to uh, shift the tone a little bit, and um, we're actually getting some really good intel out of the White House from Omarosa, who yeah. is on Celebrity Big Brother, <laughs> and uh, lets us know that uh, nobody really knows what's going on in there. Oh, and by the way, we should be worried. Now, there's the part of me that has to take into consideration, one, this is Omarosa, mm -hmm. two, this is somebody on Celebrity Big Brother. And boy, the word celebrity means something different than when I was a kid, but that's besides the point. <laughs> and uh, this is somebody who has said these things, and even though she's in that house, I guess, where you mm -hmm. don't have contact with the outside world, I, I assume that's how it works. Um, I'm, I'm not too good for these shows. Oh, I just don't. I just. I just don't have time. Uh, so I, I'm not trying to be. Are you like implying a, that Ross Parsons is not an A-list celebrity? I'm. I stand. I beg to differ. Is that Ross the intern? <laughs> yeah, that she was telling this to. Oh. Oh, is that who? Heard? <laughs> Sorry to name drop. <laughs> yeah, I. You did. You definitely name dropped. But <laughs> the point is that uh, it, it's interesting. It's some insight. She would know. But uh, Scott, do you believe her? I mean, what was you the want to believe her, but what was the also one day where say? she said that Mike Pence was uh, scarier too? Yeah, that his faith there was, there was this whole thing. Yeah, that his faith is so extreme. She's like that Jesus is talking to him. Like her quotes were hilarious. I mean, but. there are people that do feel that Jesus speaks to them, right. you know. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't know that he is one of those people. I just know she, she thinks that. But, but, you know, part of my whole impeachment plan is that we'd wait until 2019. Democrats have control of the, the House and Senate, and therefore Mike Pence is just a lame duck for the two years. So, you know, he can't right. do too much Right, and damage. so that's for uh, for people who are <laughs> for, maybe finding us for the first time. Yes, I have an uh, impeachment Scott clock. is perpetually on impeachment watch. <laughs> uh, it's hard to get him to peg down the date uh, or even the I year, know. but it's after the midterms. Well, I didn't say I was a psychic. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I, I, I could have bet maybe some money. you should be talking to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, so I, I guess... 
Tamara, this is where we should get our news from, right? From mm-hmm. from Omarosa. I'm first. psyched. Well, yeah. from Omarosa, I, but from from any show that has the word celebrity. Absolutely. In it. Yeah. Celebrity Big Brother, Celebrity Bachelor. Uh, the, o- celebrity. the old MTV show Celebrity Deathmatch. That's mm-hmm. where I get a lot of news yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, the the real world world rules. The combine them. The challenge, challenge yeah. one. Yeah. I have I have a feeling they can give us a lot of mm-hmm. uh, facts about the infrastructure. Florida Bama yeah. Shore. I feel like we could absolutely. get some of them. Uh, appointed to a <laughs> cabinet. Uh, well, we shouldn't knock her entirely now. The thing because is, I, this woman did make her way from Celebrity well, Apprentice to the White she, House. Well, and also, she ended up on The Apprentice to begin with, by right. the way. So, I, I mean, you, you had there was some degree of acumen that got you there. Right. I, you know, I, it, even even Bill Rancic had done something. I don't, I don't know what it was. I but he had done something at that point. I am surprised that she chose Celebrity Big Brother to release this information when she could oh. have done it. I thought well, she was writing a book I, on the Today I, I, Show I, I, or on. I mean, she got booked on Celebrity Big Brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you're getting paid for that show. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the Today Show is going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Kelly might have, but I don't know that the actual you know the first. You two don't hours think she could have gotten big bucks from some? They're not supposed to pay for stuff like this. No. You know, that doesn't I mean, mean that it doesn't right. happen. But I'm saying they're not supposed to. I thought her plan was to write a book mm-hmm. though and sell millions of copies. Oh, and all way oh, you well, know. but yeah. hasn't this drummed up more interest in her? Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know she's working sure. on that book. Yeah. And, and I'm not one to disempower a woman. Like I mm-hmm. said, she got to where she got. But if this woman isn't more of an opportunist than any woman that she's I've ever seen. She's a great opportunist. And I will read her book, too. Right. <laughs> great. So you have to take it for what it is. Because this woman knows how to get press. Yeah. Get to where she needs to be. I mean, climb whichever ladder she needs to climb. And, of course, you know, she's all about the hype. And yeah. Like, and you yeah. know what they say about the hype. Don't believe. Don't the believe hype. the hype. Exactly. I believe uh, it's still fun to read. Chuck D and Flavor Flav said like that. Like Fire anyway, and Fury, it was a fun we, book to read. We do have to take one more quick break, and I mean it's a very quick break. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that. You're not even going to believe how quickly it's over. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one more topic before we wrap it up for the night. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Trump Report. Here we are on AfterBuzz TV, America's Voice, and you can find us all sorts of places. But of course, follow us on Twitter. You can tweet at us your questions and comments at Trump Report ABTV. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, and I wanted to make sure I got to this topic. Uh, it is the uh, Give Scott Moore a Heart Attack Department. <laughs> uh, Russian influence in the United States mm-hmm. is predicted to continue through the midterm elections and beyond. Uh, Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats told the Senate T- Intelligence Committee that Moscow thinks that its attack in 2016 was actually worthwhile, uh, given the chaos it has sown compared with its relatively low cost. Now, you can argue what you want, what Russia did, what they wanted to do, but whatever they, they did before, uh, clearly we're still talking about Russia. People are blaming Russia for the election. Mm-hmm. I think it's hysterical if they didn't do anything, and they're just like, look, we didn't even do this, and they and everything got thrown off. So, uh, Scott, I ask you first, <laughs> are you worried about not just Russian tampering, but are you worried about... Some kind of, you know, North North Korea apparently has a couple computers, as we found out with the Sony hat. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are you worried about uh, the midterm elections and those elections being fair and actually count- counted? 
Yeah, I think it's always a cause for concern, especially when you have some states that do electronic voting and don't have paper trails. You always feel a little bit worried, and it's not even just that Russia or other countries are trying to do. It's just the you know anyone that could break in and hack a computer and affect the, the results. So, of course, it's always a concern. It always has been to some degree uh, going back, and now it's just elevated because of what we've seen Russia do, uh, supposedly, in last year's or 2016's election. So, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a concern, and I definitely think it's something that is a bipartisan issue that should be taken seriously. However, you know, when you look at Donald Trump and uh, some of the Republicans, just like the Electoral College, it goes back to they really don't want to go out of their way to really work on it because it's benefiting them. And, uh, you know, if it was anything like the Electoral College was going the other direction or it was going to an opponent, you know that people would be quickly uh, doing whatever they could to make sure it doesn't happen again. But it should be a bipartisan issue. We should be confident in our, our voting, and we should know that everything is fair and uh, that, you know, it has been counted correctly because that's important for the health of a democracy. Right, and, and much like you said about the Electoral College, obviously if uh, Hillary Clinton had won the Electoral College but lost the popular vote to mm-hmm. Donald Trump, obviously there would be a very different argument that is being made right. in favor of that. And yeah, they feel like, hey, whatever Russia did, thanks. I mean, mm-hmm. if they believe that it actually mm-hmm. happened. Uh, all my news is fake news, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I only read The Onion, so I actually don't know when there's actual real news. So I, I feel like Russia might actually be a thing, but I don't know. Because, again, it's the onion. Uh, Tamara, do you think that our votes are going to count and uh, that it's actually going to matter how people vote for the midterms? Or is it going to be decided by some some shady... American know? vote will count. There is no Russian hacking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, there is no Russian hacking involved. I guarantee you that's not a... That's not a thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. I would be more concerned uh, rather... I mean, yes, I agree with Scott. That you're always, always worried that there is some hacking interference with digital voting and stuff like that. I also think that there, a concern is just the um, promotion of the fake news that um, is, is possible. You know, that's part of the hacking, too, is... is, is um, I mean, Facebook's algorithm right. or something and like social that. social media is, and... The bots yeah, and the bots, so mm-hmm. that influence people's I, I'm thoughts. Equally concerned about that. Mm-hmm. So, well, we, we only have a little bit more than a minute, but Brooke, I want to let you weigh in on yeah. uh, your concerns. I'm not sure that Facebook has actually completely fixed that problem mm-hmm. too with um, the Russian fake uh, articles that are being pushed out. I did want to say something in the meantime that has nothing to do with this that I just found out was sure. Well, I'll the- just put I'll button that by saying, but, <laughs> I mean, just imagine if people didn't get their news from Facebook, how much easier it would be. Anyway, right. go ahead. No, that's very true. No, and, something. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say really fast, but the good thing is at least states are separate, so it's not a federal. Everyone votes the same way, so that does help protect a little bit because states have different uh, ways of voting, which does help. Precisely. And I'm hopeful that Russians aren't directly infiltrating our computer system. And we've given you now 30 Uh, seconds for what you wanted to talk about. I just wanted to say, because we were talking about Stormy Stormy Daniels earlier, that Trump's longtime lawyer, Michael Cohen, just admitted that he actually paid her out of his pocket. So now we know where that money came Mm. from, and he has not been reimbursed. 
Oh, well, oh see, so that's, now, why that's admitted the it. problem. Yeah, exactly. Because if he had gotten, yeah, yes. if he'd gotten he's reimbursed, Times, I actually did not see that. And you know, I am of course on Stormy Watch uh, 2018. <laughs> yes, so Wait, Stormy wanna... Daniels or, or Stormy uh, Kylie Jenner's new baby? Yeah, Stormy Webster. You know what? I'm surprised she decided to name her yeah. child that. I'm well, but with an eye though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It's different. Anyway, different, different name. Uh, speaking of eye, I am very happy that we. It was terrible. But thanks so much to everybody. We are indeed out of time. Thanks so much to our panel. Scott Moore, at S-Man 80. Tamara Brown, at Hey Tamara, sometimes underscore. Brooks Elise, at Brooks Elise TV. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. And don't forget to follow the show at Trump Report ABTV. Thanks so much, and we will see you next week here on the Trump Report.